Hey, good evening, Grace Point. And anyone else that's listening, we're really grateful that you would uh, take the time to listen. And it's humbling that anybody would listen to me teach the Word, although I have to admit, I, I am in the Word all the time. Uh, I love the Word of God. I love to study it. Even more than studying, I like to put it to action in my life. I like to see what God's going to do when I act on the Word. I'm hungry for the Word. I'm hungry for Jesus, and I hope you are too. Father, I pray that you honor our hunger and you feed us. Man doesn't live by bread only, but by every word that proceeds from your mouth. Jesus, speak to us tonight. Open our ears and eyes to hear wondrous things from your word, God. We pray for the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ. And I pray in his name, Jesus. Amen. Okay, so we've been in Matthew chapter 9. I'm just going to read over something I already covered last week, but I want to add to it. Matthew 9, while Jesus, this is verse 10, while Jesus was having dinner at Matthew's house, many tax collectors and sinners came and ate with him and his disciples. And when the Pharisees saw this, they asked his disciples, why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? On hearing this, Jesus said, it is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. But go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice, for I have come to call, not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Okay, this is really important. Let me ask you a question. It's a little, little question and answer time. How many of you out there in the audience, the visual audience, how many of you have ever sinned before? Okay, so we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God, right? Okay, how many of you needed to be saved from your sins? It's not just that you had sinned, but you needed to be saved from your sins because there was something in you that just liked to sin. When I was a young man, it didn't take much for me to want to be with girls, okay? And I mean be with girls, okay? It came as natural as a pig likes mud, okay? It didn't take much for me to want to be with girls. It was natural for me. I needed a power in me that was greater than my flesh to give me power so I wouldn't always be yielding to that desire I had to be with women, really had control of my life in many ways, okay? I wasn't its master, it was my master. Anybody ever smoke out there? Who's the boss when you smoke, that cigarette or you? I've even th thought recently, you know, about coffee. You know, sometimes I start drinking too much coffee, and I realize I am no longer the boss of this coffee. This coffee is now my boss. And about the time that happens is about the time I give up coffee for a while. I just put it under my feet. I say, no, you're not going to make me think about you all day and drink you all day. I'm going to take dominion over you. I'm going to stop drinking coffee for a while. Now, I enjoy coffee, so I usually pick it back up. But what I'm, what I'm saying is sin has dominion over every single human being that's ever born. We've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. And we all were made, or by Adam, what Adam did when he sinned, we were all made sinners. There's not a person in this world. So even though the writer of Matthew calls them sinners and tax collectors, the fact is, is that the Pharisees were actually worse sinners than they were because they said they were righteous, and they weren't. 
You're going to see that in Matthew 23 when we get up there later, how Jesus just scathed them for all their sins, okay? But their sins were on the inside, and they were hidden. And so when Matthew calls these cats sinners and tax collectors, because their sins were obvious, right? Paul said something about some people's sins are obvious and some are hidden. I've struggled with temptations and things in my life. Nobody had a clue that I was going through great temptation, you know. And uh, yeah, I overcame that temptation, but I was going through something. It all happened on the inside of me, being tempted. James talks about t- temptation comes and it starts pulling on your flesh and it tries to capture you. Those things all happen and no one can see it. It's going on until you actually sin, and then some sins are obvious and some sins aren't. Okay, Jesus said that He came to call sinners. And this is a lesson that's so important for the church. There's no one in the church that deserved to be saved. There's no one in the church that was good enough to be saved. We were all apart from God. We were all sinners, and no one in this church Any church was saved by their own works. We were all saved by the grace and goodness of God. Every single person. So because we've been saved by the grace and mercy of God, because we were sinners, because we had sinned and we received this mercy, we should therefore be merciful. When we run into people that don't know God, when we run into sinners out there, We should have nothing but mercy because we are no different than any sinner apart from God except through the mediation of what Jesus did for us. And Jesus came to seek and save the lost. Jesus came for the sick, the halt, the dying. And because Jesus came for that, and now being a part of the body of Christ, that's our purpose on this earth too. As the church of Jesus Christ, we are here to seek out and save those people that are lost. We are here to preach the gospel to those that don't know the Lord. We're here to heal those that are sick. And it says God's heart is God desires mercy and not sacrifice. In the book of James, we were there recently. Just flip over to the book of James. It's really good scripture. I hope I have the right spot, Lord. Yeah, there it is right there. James uh, chapter 2, verse 12. Speak and act as those who are going to be judged by the law that gives freedom because judgment without mercy will be shown to anyone who has not been merciful. That's the book of James. Judgment without mercy will be shown to anyone who has not been merciful. It is in your best interest to be merciful. It's, you want to be selfish today? Show everybody mercy. I've had people that, for whatever reason, didn't like me or opposed me or said bad things about me. I am merciful to them. I've said things about people before in my life. I've 
not like preachers, I've done things myself, so I need mercy myself. I'm going to be merciful to those that oppose me because I want mercy. And because I need and I want mercy, I want to give mercy. He says, mercy triumphs over judgment. In other words, God's, God's mercy is triumphant over His judgment. God desires mercy. Isn't that good to know? that God desires mercy, that should give us great confidence before God. God wants to be merciful. Um, I've talked about this a lot. I love this scripture in the book of Matthew. It says, blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. And the Lord asked me one time, I mentioned this before, He says, Brad, do you want to receive mercy. And I said, yes, Lord, I, I do. He says, well, then be merciful. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. So anytime you get in a situation where someone's opposing you or someone comes against you or someone sins, and the best thing that you can do is be merciful to that person. That's what God wants to do. And not only that, we're not anybody's judge anyway. So I don't know why Christians sometimes get together and we'll talk about people's sins. You know, a lot of times we'll act like, you know, we're, we're talking about them because we're trying to help them. That's not true. Jesus didn't discuss the shortcomings, faults, and failures of others to other people. He would talk to them about it, but he didn't go out and do that. The church is to be a merciful people. We are to go out and show mercy to people. And even if people don't receive mercy, we don't bring judgment on people. God is the only legitimate and authorized judge. You know, a lot of people don't like our president. There's a lot of people that didn't like Trump. There's a lot of people that don't like Biden. But whether it's Trump or whether it's Biden, we are not called to be criticizing and to be, uh, you know, just negative about people all the time, just speaking evil of people all the time. It's okay to talk about policies. I'm pro-life. If, if Joe Biden and the Democratic Party is uh, for abortion, I stand against them. If they are against the family, if, if they believe that women can be men and men can be women, I'm against them. I don't agree with them, okay? But I am not belittling, insulting Hillary Clinton or Joe Biden. and, and that's, That is against the Word of God. That's against the Spirit of God. And that's against God. The reality is everybody has sinned and come short of the glory of God. And some people are just downright wicked. But the Bible says that God died for the wicked. So my prayer today is God somehow get a hold of Hillary Clinton. Get a hold of uh, you know, Nancy Pelosi. Get a hold of Joe Biden. Change their mind, Lord, about the sanctity of life. Lord, move in this situation. I'll pray for God. Put people in power that believe in the sanctity of life but I am not going to gossip, slander, and belittle people because they're wicked or evil. We're not supposed to. I want to be merciful. The Bible says don't speak evil of the ruler of the people. Don't speak evil of one another. We're not supposed to speak evil about people. Again, if it's policies and things, we can speak out against it boldly, and we should. But when it comes to people, it's like Christians get, and, and I even Christians, Christians send me things where people are cursing with foul language Joe Biden. They're calling him an idiot, and they're calling him names, and they're calling him... That is not Christ-like. Blessed are the merciful. When did Jesus ever uh, 
curse at people and call people names. In fact, I'm going to read this and I'm going to end today. I don't know where my time... Brian, how long have I been preaching on this? Okay, I'm almost done here. I'll say it again. It's not wrong to, to disagree. It's not wrong to make a stand for righteousness. It is wrong when you're negative, you're slanderous, you're bitter. Don't send me videos of people cursing our leaders, making fun of them, mocking them, calling them names. I don't want to see it. That's not my heart toward anybody. Lord, I pray for our leaders. I pray you grant them repentance. I pray they change. Lord, give us better leaders. Lord, if they won't repent, please remove them and give us better leaders, Lord. Help us to repent as a nation. Listen to this on taming the tongue, and then I'll, I'll move on. I'll be done for the night. I'll just start in James. I'm in James a lot, ain't I? James, and I could read the whole chapter. I don't have time. Chapter 3, verse 9 says, With the tongue we praise our Lord and Father, and with it we curse men who have been made in the likeness of God. Out of the same mouth comes praise and cursing. My brothers, this should not be. Can fresh water and salt water flow out of the same spring? Can a fig tree bear olives or a grapevine figs? Neither can salt water produce fresh water. I won't go any further. What he's saying is we can't have bitterness and glory coming out of the same spout. Can't have judgment and lack of mercy coming out of the same spout. Doesn't the word say that we should love our enemies and bless those that are against us? Pray for those that despitefully use you? I did not want to get that COVID shot. There's nothing in my being that wants to put that in my arm. Okay, I, To me, people are my enemy when they're trying to force me to put something in my arm against my will. But I am not going to slander them personally. I'll stand up and say I don't want it. I'll speak my mind on it or whatever. But I pray for those people. The Bible talks about turning the other cheek. Talks about loving your enemies. Talks about, you know, not speaking ill of our neighbor, loving, loving our enemies. So, so for me, that's what I want to do. I want to be merciful because I want to receive mercy. I'm not perfect at all. I got a long way to go to get where I want to go. So stop it. Just stop it. Be bold in what you believe, but don't slander, insult, and be unmerciful to other people. In Jesus' name, we'll end right there.